0: Whether it's comedy, action-adventure, drama, horror, and everything else in between, all movies at least have one thing in common. They all share a message with you. This is Movie Night Apologetics, where I, Movie Apologist Clark, review and examine movies and their messages from a Christian perspective. What is up, movie lovers? Welcome back to the Movie Night Apologetics podcast. I'm so glad that you're here with me on this episode once again. And today I'm going to actually be talking about a movie that, um, again, I wasn't planning on talking about this movie because, for one, it wasn't on my list. But two, I just had a thought about it that I really wanted to bring to your attention because... I think it's fascinating and the movie that we're going to be talking about today and that you saw on the title is The Titanic. Now I know in the episode when I talked about Arrival at the end I said, hey, you know, if you have a movie for me and, uh, you wanted me to talk about it, maybe talk about a quote from it or a theme from it, then shoot me that. But my only three stipulations of doing a podcast episode on a movie is that it can't be a Christian movie, no subtitles, and no nudity. And I do realize that Titanic has nudity. So I'm going to break my rule here. Um, But as I have... uh, watched Titanic before several times. Uh, the last time I think I watched it was with my wife and we fast forward through the nudity scene, but, um, that's, it, it, so anyways, that's really, uh, I just felt like I had to say that because, you know, I feel like I'm contradicting myself, but I really wanted to talk about it because when I was looking through Netflix the other night, I saw that um, Titanic was leaving Netflix soon, and I was going to this other movie. I think it was called The Glass Castle or something that has Woody Nelson in it. And I started watching it. I had it on pause for a few seconds, and something just kind of finally clicked. Um, with maybe thinking about this, you know, God's sovereignty and the disasters that happen in the world, such as Titanic. And so I really wanted to talk about it because I think there's a lot of people, you know, when we're talking about Christianity. You know, Christians believe that God is love, but then people are like, okay, well, if you believe that God is love, then why is there so much pain? Why is there so much suffering in the world? You know, if he's so loving and if he's all powerful, you know, why, why does he allow such things to go on and happen and continue? And so I kind of want to talk about that a little bit today because, you know, the Titanic movie was based on a true story. I mean, at least the, you know, Titanic sinking part itself was based on a true story, not the Jack and Rose, uh, following and lo- falling in love and that story that I, that was not, I don't think that was a thing. I actually saw a TikTok recently of this guy who was just like mind blown by the fact that Rose and Jack were not real characters from <laughs> from the Titanic. He was just like totally mind blown that like that relationship never existed that, you know, James Cameron, the director of the Titanic movie, he you know, they they wrote this story in to make to make this, you know, movie more interesting because I don't know if they had any historical things. I I'm I'm sure there were some historical characters in it. I I believe, but anyways, that's just freebie. And if you really want to, I mean, because, you know, the Titanic it's it's like really good and then it gets really bad because of the Titanic scene, but hey, did you know that if you Watch the Titanic in reverse. That it's really about a magical ship that saves a bunch of people. So there's that for you too. But anyways, before we get into the the discussion today, I just gotta say and just make a quick um, thing here is that I'm actually recording inside my garage right now. So earlier today, I re, I, I cleaned my garage. And there was just a bunch of crap in it. So I was like, all right, I'm going to, you know, put, you know, stuff in the loft and get it cleaned up. And then we have this table out here and I thought, you know, I could put the podcast, you know, I could record the podcast out here. And so as I'm recording, I'm in the dark with one of my duck lamps. That's like one of those heated for the, like the brooders, um, where you, you know, so the babies, the ducklings stay warm. And so, but it's red. And so it's like, if, you know, you see those movies and they're taking pictures and then they have, you know, pick a bunch of pictures hanging up inside of a room and the, the, the room is red. You know, that's kind of what it looks like right now. It looks like something from a horror movie, but thankfully this is a podcast and you can't see what, um, it looks like here there 's no aesthetics for you to see, so which is awesome so i 'm hoping the uh, the sound quality is somewhat good, but we 'll see anyways getting back to the the Titanic what I really wanted to focus on is this idea that there is a loving God and yet he allows natural disasters to occur to occur, such as the Titanic such as you know, nine eleven, the Holocaust. You know, other 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 things that happen, right? You know, tsunamis and all that from the world, earthquakes, volcano eruptions. And what I was thinking so much the other day, it, last night, it really hit me. Is that, and I texted this in a staff Discord that we have at our church, and I just kind of want to share my thoughts on it. Okay, so we have this discord for our church, and um one of the threads is theology, and I posted it, and no one you know posted anything or thumbs up me or anything. so I'm like, I don't know if people really liked it or agreed with it, but it's gonna be what it's going to be. so here we go. This is the quote I made for the you know the Titanic. What if the happening of Titanic sinking was God's gracious hand to save some souls to those who are going to perish in hell because their hearts were so hardened towards the gospel that they needed to see their immorality or immortality, I should say, <laughs> to be able to look and respond to the eternal Son of God and who would have otherwise perished in hell for all eternity if the tragedy of the Titanic didn't occur. God's ways are not our ways and His thoughts are not our thoughts. He can use horrible events in history like the Titanic the Holocaust, 9-11, tsunamis, earthquakes, volcano eruptions, and so on to draw people to himself in their final moments of life. What man or the devil intends for evil, God means for good. And where I get that last line, you know, what, you know, what man intends for evil, God intends for good, is at the end of Genesis, you have, you know, you have uh, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, and Jacob has, I believe, a son, Joseph, and he has other sons. And their brothers, Joseph's brothers, really disliked Joseph, because he was the father's favorite. You know, the father gave him, like, this rainbow coat, coat. And they really just disliked how much the father loved Joseph. And so they were going to kill him, but they didn't kill him because one of the brothers was like, hey, I don't think this is such a great idea. Let's just sell him and get money. So they sold him into slavery. And lo and behold, he... It uh, gets a good rapport on this guy who I think is a farmer. I don't know. Just go with me on this, you know, uh, Potiphar, and he becomes a helping hand to him. But then his wife is like, "Ooh, young guy! I'm gonna go after him." And he and Joseph's like, "No, I'm not gonna sleep with my master's wife." And he runs away and she takes his coat and says, Hey, he tried to rape me. So he gets thrown in prison. There's these guys that come and tell him about a dream. He interprets a dream and then so much so that the king is like, wow, you must be like from God or something. And so he becomes like the second hand of the king. And then he interprets this dream of there being a seven year, like bounty plentiful of like, Hey, you're going to harvest a lot. And then seven years of it, there's going to be nothing. So he had that dream, that vision, and he used that to store what they had for those seven years that they were getting, and then they would use what they stored for the seven years that they were not going to produce anything. And so his brothers come along again. They don't know who he is, but he knows who they are, and he's like, hey, go get your your youngest brother. And they get him, they come back, and he finally reveals himself to them, and he says, you know, what you meant for evil god meant for good and i always love that quote because that's exactly what we see i i really do believe like look at the titanic i mean you see a tragedy happen and yes it was a tragedy that happened no doubt about it There was tragedy, there was loss, there was just pain and suffering from families that were there to families who were bystanders and heard about it. You know, what we as wicked human people do, we look at God and say, how could you allow such a thing to happen? But I really do believe that you know, man is wicked at heart. We are sinful at heart. We are haters of God at heart. We love to rebel against God. We don't want to follow Him. We don't want to obey Him. We don't want to surrender our lives to Him. And we are just going after the world. And I, I, I really wonder if God... I do believe that God takes these moments to show people that they really aren't going to live forever, that they are going to really stand before God on judgment day. And he uses these final moments to show them that they need a savior because I think I heard I'm not, I'm not mistaken because you know, like the Titanic movie, they had a bunch of people like running and freaking out while the boat was sinking. And there were some that weren't, but there was a lot of people that were, but I heard and don't quote me on this please because I didn't research it. I don't like, there's some things I, I, you know, I don't take time to research, but I I heard about there were like evangelists during the Titanic from somebody <clears throat> I can't remember where I heard this but I heard that there were evangelists like witnessing and sharing the gospel while the Titanic was sinking and that there were people that got saved there. And I honestly really wonder if that didn't occur, would those same exact people who surrendered their lives in the final moments would have, if the boat didn't sink? Can you imagine that? Like, God, he, like, he knew that if you know, because God's sovereign, He knows everything, He's outside of time, He knows the beginning and the end of the human history. And He, you know, sees all the, di- I, like, I mean, obviously there's different, um theories on like how God's mind works, but, from my point of what you view, he could like you know view, see, and and see in the future of like you know obviously if the he could see all the different outcomes like you know Doctor Strange and <clears throat> I'm not saying God's Doctor Strange I just go with me on this Doctor Strange and End Game you know Avengers Infinity War and End Game Doctor Strange is like hey you know there's a million different outcomes but there's only one way to defeat. Thanos, like maybe that's kind of, maybe, please don't, don't quote me on this, like I, but I'm just thinking like maybe, maybe there was an outcome like where a bunch of people did not get saved because the boat didn't sink and God really wanted to show them their fate. And so what did he do? I mean i don 't know, I just think about it like again it 's all um, this is all just wrestling, right I mean we we come here, we look at the scripture, we look and see we try to wrestle with like the God of the universe, and we try to understand you know how can a good, loving God who 's all powerful Allow stuff to happen. And I, I really do believe that God uses these situations to save people and their souls and bring them to him in those final moments. That so that's kind of what I'm thinking. So I'll read you the quote again. So that you, you you really get the full capacity. What if happening the happening of Titanic sinking was God's gracious hand to save some souls to those who are going to perish in hell because their hearts were so hardened towards the gospel that they needed to see their immortality to be able to look. And to respond to the eternal son of God and who would have otherwise perished in hell for all eternity if the tragedy of the Titanic didn't occur. God's ways are not our ways, and his thoughts are not our thoughts. He can use horrible events in human history like the Titanic, the Holocaust, 9-11, and so on to draw people to himself in their final moments of life. What man and the devil intends for evil, God means for good. The sovereignty of God is amazing, and I wanted to actually recommend you a book You know, if you kind of like struggle with the sovereignty of God and all that, um, a great book that I have not read, but I know the guy that, well, I don't know the guy. I know about the guy that wrote it. I've read more, uh, you know, some of his book and listened to a lot of his sermons. Um, His name's John Piper, and he wrote a book on God's sovereignty called Providence. And it's like this 900 page book about the sovereignty of God and the providence. And I, you know, I recommend it. It's probably a great, great read. You know, it probably has a lot of like stuff in there. And what I love about John Piper is he doesn't take worldly kind of thought into it, but he uses the Bible to bring his thoughts. He tries to, you know, look at all the scripture on like the sovereignty of God and and try to grasp and wrestle with it. And I recommend that book. I know 900 pages, it's not going to be an afternoon read. I mean, that could be like a year or two book that you read and you... (laughs) You studied it, but I mean, honestly, like pick it up and just be like, okay, I'm going to do a chapter a week until I finish this or whatever. And, and under and try to understand, you know, God and his sovereignty, because I really believe like if we somewhat grasp the sovereignty of God, maybe just maybe we would See him for who he is and just how magnificent and precious and gracious and loving and kind he is to us because he's just very patient and he's kind and he's gracious and he's not willing that any should perish, but that all would come to repentance. Not that all do come to repentance, but he's waiting for people to come to repentance and he's going to use whatever he means to get most people you know to get a lot of people saved he's going to use things like the titanic and he's going to use evangelists on the titanic or christians on the titanic to preach the gospel in the final moments of their lives so that people can not be in hell and separated from him for eternity but that they would actually be with the the king of heaven and earth for eternity and it, it's just an interesting and different way of looking at catastrophe. You can look at it half empty or you can look at it half full or full and understand that, man, it was a tragedy. It was so brutal. But yet look at maybe just what God can do in those situations because it's not about this life. Like, yes, God wants us to follow him in this life. He wants us to pursue him with all our hearts and all our souls. But at the end of the day, 10 out of 10 people die and 10 out of 10 people are going to stand before him and have to give an account And if it's something that you say, well, Lord, look, here's all the little things that I did. Like in Matthew 7, he's going to say, depart from me. I never knew you. But if you say, I'm a rotten sinner. The only thing that I did was I fixed my eyes on Jesus and I placed my faith in him, the one that could is only able to save my soul. And that's the beauty of the gospel is that the people on Titanic that some, not all of them got saved, I'm sure, but some of them did. The beauty of it is, is that no matter where they were or where they came from, it's the gospel. It's Jesus that saved them, not their works. And they got saved right before they died like the thief on the cross. Isn't that amazing? Isn't that like just impeccable to, to see like you have, you have this God who, who took his one and only son, sacrificed himself that whoever believes in him will not perish, but have eternal life. You know, like, I don't know what more, what more do you want? Do you really want to follow all, all the other religions out there that say, do this, do this, do this, do this, do this. And then maybe, maybe you'll make it at the end. Or do you want to God say, yeah, you screwed up, you're a sinner, but guess what? Here's my son, Jesus, who paid the perfect price. He, he was the perfect son of God, never sinned, and he took the death, the death that you deserved, and he gave you the life that you could not live so that you and I's relationship can be restored. And you have all that. You can have the King of Glories like that, like a second, if you surrender and believe in Him. Anyways, so... That's what I want to come and talk about. Just going to throw that out there for this episode. Again, if you have any movie recommendations for me, I am on Discord. Go to Movie Night Apologetics on Discord and shoot me a message. I would love to hear what it is. Again, the three stipulations are no Christian movies, no subtitles and no nudity I know Titanic was one but I've watched it and then I had the had the thought about it and so I just figured what the heck I'm gonna do it and but yeah I I just I felt like I I wanted to talk about it and to bring it up on the show because I just do this show for fun I I have a thought and you're gonna hear me spout off more thoughts and more of the same thoughts because you know i'm very gospel centered focused i love the gospel like it is the only the the my the gospel is my only hope jesus is my only hope so that's who i'm going to be talking about most of the time on this podcast is jesus because he's my only hope You know, I'm not going to go into, I mean, there's some secondary things that eventually I'll talk about that may or may not go into, but for the most part, like, I want to keep this like gospel focused. And so that's what I want to do. Anyways, so you shoot me a discord message on discord at movie night apologetics and love to hear from you. Love to hear your thoughts on, maybe you've seen Titanic, maybe you can give me some of your opinions and your perspectives on it. You know, and honestly, like, if you're an atheist or whatever religion, I would love, to, I would love to hear your perspective on it. Because, like, that's what, what this is. I want to interact with people. So, whatever religion you are, come, let's talk anyways thank you guys for listening um again appreciate you and we will be back next time and like my friend blaine always says after we are done at the movie theaters don't party too hard without me what catch you guys later Whether it's at home or at the movie theaters, Movie Night Apologetics exists to help you, the listener, know the Christian worldview through the movie's messages. I am Movie Apologist Clark, and this is Movie Night Apologetics Podcast.